What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide-open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Sediments, but, but just paint a picture for us as to how bad the situation is. All right, the, the, the situation is a very, very bad one because as of the time we got to uh, the site in the morning, we saw uh, rocks on the road. We also saw concrete blocks, uh, which were also part of the, uh, the, the, the debris on the road, uh, as well as uh, the drains, we realized that they were soaked with the debris, and so water was actually gushing freely onto the stretch. So, you know, this is a two-lane stretch, but because of these stones on the road, uh, drivers have been forced to use just the inner lane. So if you had two vehicles moving up, coming down on in both lanes, the outer one would have to find a way to go into the inner lane. So those who are not familiar with the road, they find it challenging, which is actually exposing motorists to a lot of danger. But what we also noted uh, uh, was that the, there's a hotel on the hill. Its wall actually uh, is broken. So the broken pieces of the block walk all the way from the hill onto the road. And so it's a very dark situation. And so now that we're learning that the high-risk authority is beginning to act on the matter, what exactly are they doing? So uh, they actually collected the debris uh, into a pickup that we saw earlier. Uh, so when they collect, they take it to go and dump somewhere and they come to collect another bike. So, but then I'm told that yesterday a similar situation happened where they collected all the 
uh, stones and the sand mixed with water. They collected everything, but overnight, uh, the situation has reoccurred again. So it means that we need a long-term solution to the problem. So we've been to the municipal uh, assembly. Uh, apparently, the MPE uh, rushed out to solve this situation. And so we just had a call uh, with him, and he tells us that he's on his way to the site to, to speak with us. How about motorists and residents, uh, I mean, those within the area? Yeah, so we've been speaking to some taxi drivers, and some of them uh, have been telling us because of the situation, they cannot predict as and when there will be any stones on the road. So uh, they usually would close their uh, work or whatever it is that they do by safe because uh, in the dark, if you're not careful, you're going to run uh, into the stones on the road. So uh, three of these drivers in Ebri and in Environ, uh, they have been telling us that they actually close their work by 6 p.m. because they cannot really guarantee the safety of the road in the night. So, of course, it is really affecting economic activity, especially right. uh, 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 for drivers who ply the road. Okay, thank you, Carlos, for giving us some updates. Uh, we're joined on Zoom now by the Greater Accra Regional Director of the uh, Ghana Highways Authority, Engineer uh, Odai. Uh, who is here to help us understand what's happening up there? Uh, first of all, sir, thank you for for joining us. What? what why are you taking this decision um, to to do the swift response when many say uh, that what you need is a long term solution? to uh, engineer or die there. But then we can take you to some other stories now. In 2018, uh, Rwanda signed a sleeve uh, sponsorship deal with British uh, Football Club. Arsenal worth £10 million a year. Um, all, all Arsenal did was to put the inscription visits Rwanda on its sleeves. Arsenal itself did not do well that season, but the country Rwanda made some significant gains. Uh, well, in terms of the outcome we know that there's been a benefit to rwanda as you see uh, of course a sample on your screens there um, which indicates what it is that the likes of rwanda has been doing but rwanda's tourism revenue increased by some 17 percent in the first year of that sponsorship package while tourists from europe also went up uh, tourism actually from europe also went up by some 22 percent well it's been six years and rwanda has already uh, renewed that deal paying 10 million pounds Sterling each year over the six-year sponsorship period. It's not as though Rwanda did this out of their com comfort zone. Uh, it is uh, far less um, uh, powerful, uh, powerful compared to Ghana. And in it, uh, in 2020, uh, we know that uh, Rwanda had its GDP per capita of $2,100 as against uh, Ghana's $5,300. Uh, for that same year. So what can Ghana do to ensure that tourism is helping to make the Ghanaian economy stronger? Well, that's the basis of the conversation we're having uh, on the polls today. Uh, we have experts, some travelers, economists, and uh, others joining us uh, in this discussion. Uh, and um, this discussion has obviously been inspired by yesterday's commissioning of the newly developed Nkrumah Park and Mausoleum. Uh, James Averji was there for us and comes through with this.
1992, the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park and Mausoleum was built and opened to the general public. The idea was to give a befitting laying place for the Prime Minister and the First President of the Republic of Ghana, Osajifo Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. Since 1992, history tells us that this place has not seen any major renovation since it was constructed. In July 2022, the Tourism Minister, Dr. Mohammed Ibrahim Awal, cut short here for the reconstruction and redevelopment of this place. That project was supposed to end or to be completed in April 2023. Today, July 4, 2023, the seat of government, the President Nana Dodanko Akufuado, members of the diplomatic corps, including diplomats from various countries across the African continent, have converged here to witness the commissioning of the redeveloped and rebuilt Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park and Mausoleum. Before today, the deterioration of the Kwame Nkrumah Mausoleum was evident in the peeling paint, non-functioning water fountains, deplorable roads, dead lawns, and neglected surroundings. This left it in a state unbefitting of the status of the man the park was named after. The contrast between the decaying state of the mausoleum and the towering image of Nkrumah was a disheartening sight for both locals and visitors. The park, once made by neglect and decay, now shines as a beacon of pride and remembrance. The government's renovation efforts have rejuvenated the site, breathing new life into the architecture, surroundings and exhibits. Deputy Minister for Tourism at the time of the construction of the park, Professor Esi Sadalan tells me the idea behind the museum. Well, we will find out if it's on course when we actually um, operationalize it. It's in the operationalization. It is in making sure that the guides are well trained. It is making sure that the place is maintained and so on. And it's really going to be a test of us as Ghanaians um, to try for, you know, to maintain this, this facility um, and, and also to make sure that the people who work here are very, very certain of the reason why this place is here. It's not just a tourism site, it's an inspirational site. And as Miss um, uh, Samia Nkoma was saying, you know, we are custodians of, of the soul of the Pan-African world and we really need to continue to make sure that um, we keep that going. You know, it's our responsibility, yes. After 30 years of no major renovations, the government cut sold in July 2022 for the redevelopment of the park. The park, after completion, now has a presidential library, Kwame Nkrumah History Library, a restaurant, a VIP lounge, including a facelift of the tomb. What you see here is the tomb of Osajifo Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, where he has been laying since 1992. Uh, we will go inside there and see what kind of work has been done to the tomb since there have been complaints of the deteriorating nature of it. Come, let's journey inside and see what has happened there. The place is barricaded with this rope-like structure. 
cordon off people from having access to the inner perimeter of his tomb. Now, what is written on this is Osajifo Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, 1909 to 1972, first Prime Minister and President of the Republic of Ghana, a great Pan-Africanist. That is what the inscription embedded on the tomb of Osajifo Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, and this is where he has been laying since 1992, serving as the sacred place of his resting. Speaking at the commissioning of the project, country director of the World Bank, Pierre Frank Laporte, said the $3 million World Bank assisted reconstruction project is part of the World Bank's $40 million commitment to improving Ghana's tourism industry. This $40 million five year project has positioned the tourism and hospitality sectors as key drivers of social and economic development in Ghana. The project supports improved tourism products and services provision and upgrading skills in the labor force in the tourism, arts, and culture sector. The project has now disbursed $20 million in grants and procurement is underway for disbursement of the additional $20 million over the next 12 months. President Akufado has in his address urged the tourism ministry and other stakeholders to reposition the facility to attract more tourists to the country. He said the redeveloped mausoleum stands a testament of the government's commitment to preserving Ghana's rich heritage and honoring the legacy of one of Africa's foremost leaders. As the outstanding Pan-Africanist of his generation, the burial site of Dr. Nkrumah, must be appropriate to his status and exceptional contribution to the liberation of Africa from colonialism and imperialism. The Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park, which attracted some 90,000 visitors annually before the renovation, is now expected to attract over 1 million tourists annually. I'm charging the Ministry of Arts, of Tourism, Arts and Culture and its agencies to devise effective marketing and promotional strategies to achieve the target of one million domestic and international tourist visitations to the park. The revitalization of the Kwame Nkrumah Museum brings forth significant economic and cultural benefits. Finance Minister Ken Oforiata indicates that the development of major tourist sites will help improve the tourism sector's contribution to Ghana's total GDP. This is a dream of our President Nana Kufuado for Ghana, which Minister Wal is executing with speed, with excellence, and a sense of urgency. We at the Ministry of Finance will continue to be creative to find resources to achieve a 5 million tourist target, 10% of GDP in the next five years. But can this target be achieved? Professor Kobi Mensah is convener for Destination Legon Tourism Marketing Exhibition Project and a political marketing strategies. Given the responses that we've had since Panafest time, you know, up to the, now the year of return and now beyond the return, I have no doubt that you know such an edifice would really tap into you know the huge pan-african market that is out there so certainly uh, although i don't have 
you know, the figures to actually ascertain whether it's feasible. But I think that on a face value, absolutely feasible. Uh, because if you look at the crave of the Pan-African market, the African diaspora, on the history of this continent and many other people, I think that certainly is, is, is possible. And again, if you look at the facility, it's a multi-purpose, uh, which means that it could be used for so many other functions that could really you know, uh, bring in those revenues that they are looking at. But in the midst of the pomp and pageantry, the founding party of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, the Convention People's Party, is raising some reservations about the project. Why the 4th of July? Why not the 1st of July? 1st July was the Republic Day of this country. That is the day that we got our sovereignty. That is the day that the essence for why the man died was very significant. Because the essence is not just to uh, be here saying, uh, remembering the death of a great person. No, 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 no. Osajifo might be lying there, but Osajifo is not an individual. Osajifo is an ideology. Osajifo is an embodiment of who we are as a people, the essence and who we are as a nation. Osajifo is an embodiment for the entire African, for the liberation of all people. Osajifo is an embodiment for the vulnerable in the entire universe. And for that reason, we believe that at least it should have been done on the day of the 1st of July, not 4th of July. And for me, let me put it this way, just maybe, just maybe, it was on 4th of July because it was the World Bank that sponsored it, and that is for me is the sad part. While appreciating the guest son of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, Auntie Nkrumah, and granddaughter, Princess Fatia Nkrumah believes the facelift cannot be an entire representation of the memory and legacy of Osajifo. Uh, I'm a proud of my father, but um, I'm not sure if this is the best um, that can be made of this space. However, we have an MPP government, not a CPP government. That's the best offering that can give us. So... Um, I just wish it was left only for Kwame Nkrumah, uh, but, you know, I see that there are other names propping up in the park. Uh, uh, but, you know, I see that there are other names propping up in the park. Uh, it's accepted. The 182-day closed at 23.36, inching up by 39.38 basis points and also taking about 26.1% of total bids accepted. But I can see other names as well. Uh, as I say, I think that's the best offering for MPP, so I'm not complaining, but I wish it would have been done differently. Much about their history or their culture, about the legacy of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, to be better educated on it. Now, as the festive season approaches, the government is sweeping up more resources to develop other tourist sites in anticipation for another beyond the return celebration. James Kwesi Aveji, Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park, Accra. Okay, and we know that this is uh, sparking up that uh, nationwide co conversation around promoting tourism here in Ghana. Let's hear from Kuju Yangsin, host of Explore on Joy Prime. We also have Stella Kafui, Sabuki, who's the uh, who's a travel uh, vlogger, joining us. Uh, Dennis Kofi uh, Maoni is uh, 
also an explorer, and uh, we have some others who will be joining us as we proceed with the conversation. Kojo, um, it's been a minute, but uh, let's get to this conversation about promoting tourism across Ghana. For you, where, where do we start off from? Is it just renewing artifact sites and trying to get things in shape? Is that all we need? Uh, I've got to say that is one of the things we need. There are so many potentially attractive tourist sites across the country that are falling into ruin because we don't have a maintenance project. We don't have a plan or a project vision for these places. So you go to a place like Kakum National Park and there's a canopy walkway. You go up the hill, you go on the walkway, you come home. That's it. Nobody thinks about what new attractions can be added to it every week, every month, every year. So that when people come and visit it once, they don't feel like, oh, I've done this, it's done, I never have to come back to it. There are people who travel to Disneyland every year with their families. Every single year they go back to the same tourist attraction because there's always something new. There are people who... And, and you've been doing this show, um, Explore, which is on uh, Joy Prime, and, and we're just seeing excerpts of the screens there. I, I guess it's also part of the solution, isn't it? Well, absolutely. Um, the first thing I have to say is that it's good that the mausoleum has um, you know, set up this face lift, but it can't stop there. There have to be mechanisms for the mausoleum to use whatever money it makes to upgrade itself. It shouldn't send the money into the bottomless pit of the um, consolidated fund, never to be seen again. These tourist attractions should be allowed to use the money they make to develop themselves so that they'll be more attractive to tourists who will come and spend even more money there. That is the concept of tourism, that people will travel from where they live and come and spend their money where you are. And we have so many things to attract people to this country, but because we don't look after them already, look at the images from the uh, face-lifted mausoleum. Look at the grass. It's already growing. Even for the launch, they couldn't cut the grass. So how much hope does that give you for how the maintenance of that facility is going to go? Right? So it, it, it doesn't fill anybody with hope when the government manages a tourist attraction. They don't have a good track record. When private people manage tourist attractions, they tend to do better. But the problem is that it's in their hands whether or not that attraction will be open, whether it will be closed, whether it will remain forever. It's in private hands, and you don't want that, especially with places that speak to our history, places that have symbolism. You really want to have some kind of continuity. But our governments successfully have had a very poor record. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on Earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide-open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Of maintaining these places. There is a fort in the western region, in Princess Town. This fort is managed by the Ghana Museum of Monuments of Poverty. Now they run a hotel in that fort. A night at that hotel costs 20 Ghana cities. Right? 20 Ghana cities. Now I visited them. They run a hotel in that fort. A night at that hotel costs 20 Ghana cities. Right? 20 Ghana cities. Now I visited them. Banks, Chinese own Chinese banks. Indians own Indian banks. Africans should own the majority of African banks if you want to avoid stability. There's stability in the continent. So these are some of the things. Of course, um, we can go on to the manufacturing side and the many other things that the bank has been able to do in these 30 years. Now, former President John Mahama has promised a 5G revolution and artificial intelligence to fully unlock the potential of digitalization when he becomes president. According to him, his government will invest and leverage digital infrastructure to expand and enhance productivity in various sectors of the economy. The former president was keynote speaker at the 7th Ghana CEO Summit here in Accra. Just as 4G network was introduced when I was president, it is my wish at the full rollout of 5G, the 5G revolution, and the full integration of AI as a facilitator for our productivity will happen under my next tenure as president by the grace of God. By investing further, that's 120 Ghana cities total revenue for a hotel. How much is the caretaker's salary? So as you to search for places to visit in Ghana and we are the face of the places that would show I mean people nice places to see and all the tourist areas to visit in Ghana yeah okay but but you mean to say that beyond you know what you do individuals I mean those those who just love to explore do not have a role in this oh we do we 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 what we do is we, we hope that the government will put in more efforts in terms of these places. Now, this is how it looks now. We did in the next few months. When you go there, is it going to look like this? So we hope that if all these tourist places are being um, integrated like this, they'll put in more efforts to maintain the place to also um, make the place attractive for people to visit. As he said earlier on, um, you can set up even like a restaurant, places to sit, where you can enjoy your time while visiting these tourist areas. I like just coming to see the place and knowing the history and and it, rem- and like, and it remains like that. I mean, something recreational. So when you, went, you bring your kids to be able to allow them to play whilst you also learn the history of Ghana and all that, yes. Mm. Okay, uh, let, let's hear from Dennis. Dennis, for you, wh- where do we start from? Um, thank you for thank you. 
Um, I would first of all want to take um, the answer If you are willing, if you want to do stuff on your own, it's a bit difficult. We don't have the access. I would say that we don't have the access. Just as she said, today is, is a lunch of um, a very memorable place in Ghana. I don't know the number of places that were that were invited, but if a person like Stella Chanel or I don't know some of the big names are not there, I I don't get it. It's like some people are trying. So basically, what I think is the average Ghanaian need to understand the tourism. Probably, if you could understand the So, if I as a creator want to visit a toy site, I'm a Ghanaian, you are there and you're a Ghanaian. You need to make sure my work is easily done, my promotion is easily done, I get all the access I need, so that I can also sell the country. Because if you restrict me in some kind of way, assuming I'm making content and the money content, it is the last time to come back again of way. Assuming I'm making content on the money it is the last time to come back again. Market, and then we can apply together for the scholarship. And no more students are playing a role in the tourism sector. So that's the little one. Um, but, but being innovative, creative people with great ideas of how to tell stories. All we need to do is to be able to get access to some of these amazing sources of stories so that they can shoot their content. Uh, but because there isn't any kind of general thinking around how to involve storytellers in telling our story to the world, which is ironic, because there's no thinking like that on the part of authorities, so these guys get left behind. They have to come up with their own content, spend their own money to advertise something that is supposed to benefit all of us. And it surprises me that all our policy making seems to be leaving content creation behind. I mean, what else? In today's world, what other means of communication is there? How else are you going to reach the world? Unless you use people who know how to tell stories, to tell stories on the media that everyone is on which is social media. So, to be perfectly honest with you, it confuses me no end why we are not putting people like these, including myself, at the forefront of selling places like this. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Accra doesn't tend to have as many tourist attractions as we have around the rest of the country. Okay, um, The mausoleum might be one of the very few places in Accra that can draw tourists in the way that some of the other big places can. So I would have thought that from the very beginning, the priority would be how to get the images out there, how to get the story out there, how to provide, you see, all you have to do is provide the environment, provide the access for young people, innovative people like this, and they'll tell your story for you. You don't have to tell them what to say, just give them the access. That's all. Today, wherever we travel, we have to pay for our own tour guides. We have to pay gate fees and entry fees to go into these places to create content. Now, now why? Is that is that is that to suggest that something should be done from from the position of, for instance, the tourism authority to support these kinds of initiatives? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. The tourism authority needs to see it as an opportunity. A sitting duck, an opportunity to just bring into the pool people who know how to tell stories. And they'll do the work for you. They don't have to spend a fortune. They don't have to. But you see, the problem here is that procurement is our biggest enemy. So government wants to do everything themselves. They want to say that we spent the money ourselves. We put in a budget for $10 million. We advertised this place. And we spent, we gave that money to this company. We chose the company. We gave the money to him and he advertised us. That's what they want to see. They don't actually want to solve the problem. They just want to get money in the name of solving the problem. So once they do that, they don't actually spend the money where it should be or just bring in the people who can actually deliver. They just want to do procurement. So it is no surprise that creators get left behind. But if somebody wants to really solve the problem, if somebody wants to actually bring tourists to Ghana, if somebody wants to actually boost tourism, they must know that they cannot do it without content features. Okay, and and could you, the way forward is what we are looking for. If we are to correct, I mean, these pointers that you are bringing, up, how do we go about it to achieve the well, the, the, the optimum result? It's quite simple, if you ask me. Government should simply think about enabling and leave the rest. Government doesn't have to go and find money to come and invest in tourism. No, it's not necessary. Just enable those who can manage tourist attractions, enable those who can tell stories about them, fix the roads, provide electricity, you know, the things governments are supposed to do. Do those and leave the ecosystem to make its own money. Look, that's how it works. If there is a tourist attraction, business will go around it. People will go and build T-shirts. People will come and build hotels. People will set up restaurants. People will come and do business around that tourist attraction and make money for their families. The community will make money. People will travel from somewhere, come and spend their money in the community near the tourist attraction. Just let the attraction be accessible, keep it well-maintained, keep it innovative and creative, let there be new attractions, new things there for people to come and experience, and allow those who can tell your story to get access to it and tell the story for you. Pay them well. That's it. As a government, you don't have to do anything beyond that. You don't have to invest in infrastructure and building skyscrapers. No. Just let the things that we naturally have that will attract tourists, let them function. That's it. Going into the future, that is the only thing I expect government to do. Don't worry about spending billions. Just enable the environment. And tourism will make money for it. So in 2015, the NDC government produced something called the Green Book. I'm sure you remember that. Now, that book was pages and pages of infrastructure, roads, schools, hospitals that the government had built. And for schools alone, there will be 12 pages. For roads, another 15 pages. For hospitals, another 12 pages. When it got to tourism, it was one paragraph on one page. And the paragraph said, in the year 2015, Ghana made 3.5 billion US dollars from tourism. Full stop. The end. There wasn't a picture of a single road or a single building or a single piece of infrastructure or investment of government. Yet, the tourism sector had made $3.5 billion. That's how dynamic tourism is. 
It is not lucrative than gold, cocoa, agriculture, all of it put together. But you just have to enable the environment, and it will make money. Okay, uh, Kocho, apologies. Uh, we have to interrupt this conversation, uh, but thank you for joining us. Uh, well, guys, we're unable to continue the conversation now uh, because uh, we have a bit of an update on a developing story that uh, we need to bring to you here on the Joy News Channel. We're taking you now to Parliament uh, where the debate is underway about the controversial LGBT or anti-LGBT or gay bill is underway. Roxy Nelson, Dapiamak, on the floor of the House. Let's listen. When you travel, you are taken out of the line and checked for nearly an hour or two. You can't be changed. You are taken out of the line and checked for nearly an hour or two. You can't be changed. Bring our economy back to the path of growth and stability. And I want to urge every member of this house that there are consequences coming. But as a nation and as a house, we must come together. Mr. Speaker, lifestyle from spreading. Mr. Speaker, on this note, I thank you for the opportunity. And, and I want to thank, especially, a lot of stakeholders have been thanked. But Mrs. Fuamuni and my lecturer, my lecturer-in-law, Dr. Ayini, committee but he found time at his own expense and helped the committee to deliberate on the bill so mr speaker we thank them and again we are calling upon them to help us at the consideration stage so that this bill will stand the test of time thank you very much thank you very much the last person i'll call before leadership is honorable <clears throat> Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, this is a very important bill. I will always witness some of the scenes. Mr. Speaker, as I have been said, I do not intend repeating or rehearsing them. But, Mr. Speaker, this is a very, very important matter. Mr. Speaker, page 5 of the report, object of the bill. The object of the bill is as contained in the memorandum accompanying the bill is to provide for proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian family values. Proscribe LGBTQ plus and related activities. Proscribe propaganda of advocacy for or promotion of and they have a long thing LGBTQIAPP and all that Mr. Speaker, it's important we focus on this matter a lot have been said we have quoted from the Holy Bible we have quoted from the Holy Quran 
we have made effort, laid emphasis on our cultural, our moral values as a nation. Very well articulated by honorable members. But Mr. Speaker, I want us to draw attention to this. All that has been said is known. It's been in the Bible all these years. It's been in the Holy Quran all these years. Our moral values are known. Then why are we now expecting to expand what is in our laws and then bring such an important bill and pass it to law? Why? It is because of the promotion and advocacy of those who believe in this madness. That is the issue. That for me is the issue, Mr. Speaker. The issue is not repeating that homosexual is madness. It is total madness. The, the issue is not it's against our culture. It's important. Let's repeat it. Let's remind our people. I agree 100%. But I'm saying that the danger is the promotion and the certain one. That is why in this report, the committee did very well to talk about the, what is happening in Hungary. Right on speaker. Paragraph 77.2. They say that Hungary anti-LGBTQ legislation is targeted at children, even though they say below 80 years. Adults are allowed to engage in same-sex marriage. But they say this. The key elements in the Hungary legislation are the prohibition of all forms of advertising, publication, and public education, which propose to propagate or portray divergence from self-identity, corresponding to sex at best. Back of the speaker, honorable members. For me, this is the danger. Because you may have a teacher in your child's school who may sadly be promoting this. Don't say he, don't say she, don't do say this. And sadly they'll be doing that. One of our shops who be using what this don't say he, don't say she, don't do say this. And sadly they'll be doing that. One of our shops who be using what this They had failed as a government. Truth is, IMF or no IMF, the economic management team led by our dear Vice President has been nothing but a spectacular failure. Many, including you, the business people and myself, sounded the alarm bells. That beyond passing this bill, what do we do as a nation? I was so happy when Rakovicuka asked the question. That it was advocating that we shall really spend 30 minutes and let it be said that when this thing came to Parliament of Ghana within 30 minutes, we agreed and passed it. That's what we should have done. But I can understand people who all want to contribute, so we are taking some time to contribute. But I'm saying that beyond this, again, I'm referring to page 16 of the report. In quoting what happened in Hungary, under the legislation, parents have the sole right and responsibility for the emotional, physical, and spiritual development of their child. And it is so important to continue on this path, especially, and it is so 
important. Continue on this path. Essential, especially. We can come together and help. If not solve, reduce the unemployment menace we face. The poverty LGBTQ. But they will find a way of still trying to indoctrinate the society, especially our children. I am saying that we may not be able to capture a lot of that. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Honorable major, former majority leader, I'm, I'm watching my time. I'm giving you two minutes. Please, let's hear you. Mr. Speaker, I have just two concerns of observation to make, and it's going to be different from the arguments that we have canvassed this afternoon or evening. But before I mention them, Mr. Speaker, let me put on record my commendation and their gratitude to the honorable members who had the vision and the determination to bring these private members' uh, bill to Parliament. It has involved a lot of hard work on their part, a lot of research and sacrifices. And I think that we need to commend the honorable members who have been able to bring this bill. Having said that, Mr. Speaker, let me also place on record the gratitude of myself to the speakership for the support that you have given to this bill and have brought it this far. Now, my first observation is this, that this bill has a a national appeal. This bill has attracted the attention of everybody in Ghana. And this bill is dedicated to protecting the values of the Ghanaian families, etc. So, against that background, I thought that that background and the interest that we have gathered this afternoon, we heard that all the 275 members of Parliament in this guest house support the bill. So, therefore, we all support it. Against this background, I thought that it would have been very useful for the government, the president, to adopt the bill to link up with the honorable members who are bringing this private members' bill, have regard to the challenges associated with private members' bills, which I will show shortly, and then to have adopted this bill with the consent of these honorable members. If they had done so, then the perception by some people that, oh, the president or the government of is not interested in this bill and the rest of them would have been matters of the past. It wouldn't have arisen at all. But we haven't done that. 
and Mr. Speaker, I'm saying so most of against the backdrop of the Attorney General's advice he wrote to Kabundanda. And Mr. Speaker, I'm saying so most of against the backdrop of the Attorney General's advice he wrote to High import and export duties and levies. High handed regulatory. 19 October 2022. That he wrote to this Agate House. And then at page 17, in his conclusion, page 17. A privacy background, Mr. Speaker. If we do not resolve it and we pass it into law, then the technicalities, the legal implications will come to play. That, yes, you pass the law, but we cannot implement it because it has financial implications. It will undermine the work, the industry that we have put into this bill. That is why I'm drawing the attention of government that we should not wait until we pass the law and cannot implement it. They should, at the end of the day, adopt this and then make sure that we implement it. Because we have so, we have so many institutions in Ghana with good laws and yet lack of resources, they cannot implement them. That is the more reason why I said that they should have done so. Mr. Speaker, I'm saying so more so uh, in 2012, when late President May was in office, American delegation from Congress came and they visited him. And they asked him whether they would not, kind of would not pass the law legalizing gayism and then lesbianism. He said that under his leadership, Ghana will never do such a thing. That was very positive. Everybody understood it. And if the government of the day had done the same thing by adopting this bill, I think that it would have solved some of the perceptions that they have had. And lastly, um, if you look at the object of the bill, I will argue this during the time of the consideration stage. <coughs> the object of the bill. It is something that I think that we should be looking at. I want to give, I want to thank you for the opportunity giving me, commend the private members for this motion and so everybody for the support. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I'll now come to leadership. Leadership, can I control your time? If I'm permitted then I'll give five minutes to each leader. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker, for giving me the opportunity. I must also thank the distinguished minority leader for giving me the opportunity to speak on his behalf. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, I was a bit sad. By God will always be God. What just happened here is what is happening outside the chamber. And therefore, the problem or the defect that the passage of this bill seeks to cure is what we have seen here. Let's look at what am I saying. There are no timelines that can work with by 100 years, 200 years. LGBTQ building is going to be a right. No, there can never be a timeline. And let nobody there put a timeline. The speaker, I must also continue from where the veteran majority, former majority leader ended. That His Excellency the President should have considered adopting this bill to be a government bill. Mr. Speaker, this is not the first of its kind. During the third parliament, 
and that was during the reign of His Excellency John Ajekun Kufo. The Institute of Economic Affairs initiated a private layman's bill, same like this, and that was to cure a defect in relation to domestic violence bill. His Excellency adopted that bill from Slow down, held back, inhibited. What you get out depends on what you put in. Rejuvenate your engine's performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline because true performance knows no bounds. New and improved Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits to rejuvenate your engine's performance. Continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Ladies and gentlemen, let us also recognize sustainable corporate governance as the backbone of a thriving economy to achieve economic sovereignty. As a nation, we must prioritize transparency. Domestic violence and victim support bill was for the good of the country. He adopted it from Institute of Economic Affairs, that is IE, and he became a government. And this, and tell me which MP sitting here will go to his constituency and they will not urge him to come and make sure that this law passed through. The Speaker, I've gone through the report, and if you look at the, proposed, the argument against the bill, what they are saying is that oh, inclusive social will be promoted and therefore this LGBTQ is a portion of the right of democracy. Mr. Speaker, if when we were passing the 1992 constitution in this country, when Ghana went into a referendum, the Ghanaian, the Ghanaian public were told that we were going to practice constitutional rule and that LGBTQ was going to be part of the rights. Mr. Speaker, I bet you this constitution wouldn't have seen the light of the day. This is not what we told them. We told them we were coming to protect their values and rights and all those things. We were coming to make sure that the rights of the weaker ones were protected, but not to accept LGBTQ listen. Now speaker, even here, when somebody is being mentioned that you, you are, you, could, you can see what will happen here. Nobody wants to associate with it. So, why is it that nobody is even feeling free? If you begin to mention it, name, people are scared. So, the bill must go through. And I do totally agree with the Honorable Minority when he said the committee should have agreed that the bill would be passed under, under 119. That's on a certificate of agency. I agree with you, Mr. Speaker, but we cannot debate this bill, this bill without recognizing the vulnerable cont contribution of the initiators of the bill. I've gone through the report and what the committee has written. Mr. Speaker, how did the bill begin? It began by the prominent personality, Apostle Professor Okokunina, the former chairman of the Church of Pentecost, and lawyer. For Amwani, there his for Amwani is the general secretary of the coalition, and Apostle Professor Pokunina was the chairman. Is the chairman of the coalition. 
based on the need that no, what was happening in the country was not in good taste. And therefore, something must be done about it. They organized themselves into court. What was happening in the country was not in good taste. And therefore, something must be done about it. They organized themselves into court. When we led and pioneered in the 1990s, and the tangible investments I made as president in Ghana's digital space, it was during that era that we superintended the convention of the old... That is how the link began. So when you present a report, and I also Professor Kokunlande is not even mentioned anywhere. American community, the Christian community, the traditional rulers, and all those people. And almost all of them are saying that this is what they want. How can you go against? You can't. So, Mr. Speaker, yes, Mr. Speaker, I know. My little worry is that I will call on His Excellency the President. When I went through those who are against the passage of the bill, I saw the Ghana AIDS Commission. Mr. Speaker, we passed a budget here. The budget of the Ghana AIDS Commission is an OGM, Office of Government Machinery. We gave them budget. And they fought under the office of the president. The chief of staff supervises them. So they could not engage in such activities. And the chief of staff must call the Ghana AIDS Commission to order. They tell not. We are using the, good, the taxes from the good people of Ghana to give them their budget. So if Ghanaians who are paying the taxes say, this is what we want, and we want to do it for them, they should then not speak against. They are saying that it will go against their fight in fighting, effort in fighting HIV because they receive international stipends and Africa. The budget we give them must be enough. The budget we pass for them must be enough. And therefore, I didn't see it where it was happening. I would have written to the chief of staff that they then not bring the office of the president into this. And I know we are passing this. It must receive presidential assent. And that's why I'm going in this way. Mr. Speaker, our effort must not be in vain. The clergy have been here from morning till this time. All those who initiated it have been here and they are watching what we do. And thank God, members of parliament have spoken the way they have. Well researched, I listened to the scientific analysis from Honorable St. George. The speaker, I'm well convinced. And I've consulted the veteran minority leader who said the committee contacted him to do the fiscal impact analysis and that there is no negative fiscal impact on this bill. He has written, he has informed the committee like that. So the fear that when we pass the bill is going to have a, some kind of impact on the consolidated funnel on our finances, the speaker is neither here nor there. The speaker is not there. Having spoken this way and having sensed the collective wisdom of this house, that almost everybody is for it. The speaker, I will not prolong matters and I will not belabor the point. But I know the president of the Parliamentary Christian Fellowship, Honorable Emmanuel Percy Begra, who connected Parliament to the coalition in giving birth to this, will be given the opportunity because the names are not written here.
to mention the individual names and thank them for their effort. Some gave their offices, some gave their resources, some devoted their technical expertise. And if it's not well written, Mr. Speaker, you must give the mover of the motion uh, the present opportunity to give them a befitting appreciation. With this few words, Mr. Speaker, I thank you for the opportunity given me. May God bless us all. Thank you very much. Let me finally listen to the majority leadership. Honorable Fenyu Markins, you are seated to the chairman. Very well. Chairman, then you do the conclusion. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. And I would want to use this opportunity to thank each and every member of the House. Mr. Speaker, I had already expressed my appreciation to I have already Honorable, Honorable, hold on. Is this the first time that a leader is sitting this on the report. It is only fair to conclude on the report. And I would want to reiterate the thanksgiving that I had already expressed to the sponsors of the bill and all members of the committee. We started this earlier before and we have spent more than three or four hours on this. And I'm sure members will appreciate the fact that when we were this bill this earlier before and we have spent more than three or four hours on this and i'm sure members will appreciate the fact that when we were this bill seemed to have delayed a bit we were the fact that when we were this bill seemed to have delayed a bit who were of a badly negotiated IMF deal only assures us of more nervous days for business from high utility costs and constrained demand for reduced, from reduced purchasing power of your customers. Added to this thing is the perilous eroding of the capital base of our financial. The wise man uh, has said that the president should have adopted this bill. And this I've also mentioned that we had a meeting with the Attorney General. The Attorney General wrote and gave us his opinion on the bill and the members of the committee we unanimously agreed and held a meeting with the Attorney General and Minister of Justice. He came and advised the committee that there was nothing wrong against what we have agreed upon and it was constitutional and that this bill could go ahead. I 
also heard another person say that the Ghana AIDS Commission had said something that was not in support of this. We cannot be saying everything that was said at the committee here. People that had stood against that came with suggestions. They advised the committee. People that spoke in favor of that, they came with their proposals. In all of that, the committee met, we deliberated, and the committee is of the view that we should proceed and pass this bill. So the most important thing, and why I'm thanking everybody, is that in this house, everybody had agreed with us that we unanimously pass this bill. So Mr. Speaker, I am very grateful for giving me the opportunity. Safe to say that the Honorable Abambabin, Mr. Speaker, that he will do some referral back to the say that the Honorable Abambabin, Mr. Speaker, that he will do some referral back to the court. I will have a strong focus on making Ghanaians own their own micro enterprises. We must invest in infrastructure to create a stimulus and conducive environment for economic growth. We must overhaul the management of state-owned enterprises and make continued stay in office based on uh, consideration and pass this into the act. Thank you. Thank you very much. Honourable members, since this is a private member bill for Bavi and the two deputy speakers who supported, in fact, the right honourable speaker has gone through a lot because of this bill, his pronouncement both within and outside the country has endangered some uh, debates outside the country. And we want to thank him sincerely for having courage to speak for this bill. We also want to thank, Mr. Speaker, the coalition, the coalition for proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian family value. That comprises of, Mr. Speaker, civil society organizations and Christian and para-Christian bodies, religious including Pentecostal Council, Charismatic Council, the coalition of Muslim organizations, the chief imam's office, the Catholic Bishops' Conference, Advocates for Christ, the National House of Chiefs, and all opinion leaders who have supported us in this venture. Mr. Speaker, let me also mention the former Speaker of Parliament, Reverend Michael Quay, who allowed us initially to make statements regarding the menace of LGBTQI in this country. Having said that, Mr. Speaker, I want to thank everybody. Today I was expecting at least two or three people from this house to say that this did not support the bill. But it has come to pass that everybody, the 275, including the speaker who is presiding today, supporting this bill because he's been asking me that today you wanted to contribute. But unfortunately, you are sitting there so you cannot contribute. Mr. Speaker, finally, because I was not able to contribute, I brought two materials. They are all science books. In fact, one is Blaster Series. Asking me that today you wanted to contribute, but unfortunately you are sitting there so you cannot contribute. Mr. Speaker, finally, because I was not able to contribute, I brought two materials. They are all science books. In fact, one is Blaster Series. Integrated Science for Senior High Schools on Kiss Books.
In fact, one is Blaster Series, Integrated Science for Senior High Schools on Growth and Prosperity in Ghana. We must explore new avenues. Mr. Speaker, this is and the authors are Ron Pickering, David Huntibill, and Matama. For thing is that there is a chromosome, and in that chromosome you have X and Y for male, X and X for female. That makes you a natural human being. You are either a female or you are a male. There is no middle way. Thank you all for <laughs> Thank you very much and let him thank all of you. All of members, as I said, we would like to employ members that at least for this particular bill, we move together. And therefore, all the insinuations, innuendos, unifications, and the like must cease so that we'll be able to move together. On that note, whatever Honorable Mutala said, if the records captured, I direct that is a sponge. In a similar way, whatever Honorable Osla also said, if it was also captured on our records, I direct that those records are a sponge. I so direct. Honourable members, I'll therefore have a singular honour to put the question. And the question is, as many as are in favour of the motion listed in today's order paper, I tell all those again say no. Honourable members, it is obvious the eyes have it. The motion is adopted. An act to provide for proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian family values, proscribe LGBTQ plus and related activities, proscribe propaganda of advocacy for or promotion of LGBTQIAAP plus and related activities. Provide for the protection of and support for children, persons who are victims or accused of plus and related activities and other persons and related matters. of proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian value bill 2021 is accordingly read a second time. Yes, leadership. Yes, leadership. Mr. Speaker, the Minister of Health has been with us since morning. The Minister of Health has been with us since morning. So, if you'll be pleased, we move to item 6.
Mr. Speaker, yes. our colleague, the Health Minister, indeed, has been in the House since morning, morning yeah. in anticipation of responding to colleagues' uh, questions. I think it's fair for us to give him the opportunity to respond uh, to the questions uh, posed by colleagues. Uh, yes, maybe, maybe Mr. Speaker, you can limit the sub... Uh, the questions to the questioners. Yeah, the question to the questioners, and then... Uh, it depends. If it's maybe only one... Specific. One... Uh, only one supplementary question. Can't we uh, put this questions to tomorrow. I mean, if, if I think we are in your hands. It's just an application we are making to you. Honorable members, obviously you are in my house, and honorable minister, I will ask you to come tomorrow. You are a member of the house, so you are part of us. Uh, we, we, we are tied. On that note, I'll proceed to adjourn the house to tomorrow 10 o'clock in the forenoon. Tomorrow 10 o'clock in the forenoon. But let me thank all of you for your cooperation. The house stands adjourned. Also, it's now confirmed that the anti-LGBTQ plus bill uh, has been read for the second time. The committee's report adopted. Uh, we'll wait to see what um, the ensuing matters will be. You're watching us here on The Pulse on the Journey Channel. We'll be right back. Premier League, all on DSTV. All the goals, clashes, and moments. All of Rashford, Salah, and Saka. They start is getting better and better. All in the language of your choice. All in HD. Available on all these bouquets to choose from. To watch on all these devices. Get DSTV with an HD decoder plus one month compact for 299 CDs. It's the Premier League, all on DSTV. Even the builders of his house and sellers of his cars give him a percentage for every contract he brings. My opponent sits here and turns against the motion for once having for making money legally. Wrong! The biggest debate competition in Ghana is back. Which side do you represent? For or against the motion? Stay glued to your superstation Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime as we bring to you the biggest stage where schools in Ashanti show their prowess through debate. Rally behind your alma mater to glory as gallant young men and women from the various senior high schools in Ashanti elucidate their stance on matters of national interest. Venue is a Christian Service University College. Catch us live on Love 99.5 FM on Facebook at Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime, 2 p.m. each day. The Love FM High School's debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on issues of national interest. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, the Ashanti Regional SRC and the Regional Directorate of Ghana Education Service Ashanti and CHAS. This program is in partnership with Pepsodent. Rasta Chocomold from Twilliam Industries, Christian Service University College, Jackson Educational Complex, Cowbell, Madam Catherine, 
Frightal and Fortune Rise from Wilma and sponsored by Zest Consult, Pidato Company Limited, CBS Industries, Top Choco, Ultimate Fashions, Flora Tissues. Supported by We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alexa in my bag. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM. Or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Thanks for staying with us here on The Pulse. Uh, there's any for us to talk about what's happening in Europe because riots appear to be coming in France after uh, five days of violent protests in response to the shooting of t- a teenage uh, person uh, during a police um, traffic stop. And President Macron has also signaled that a bill will be in place to help rebuild the damaged infrastructure, uh, but also asked the Interior Ministry to keep a massive police presence on the streets. Joining us for more on this conversation is DW correspondent Thomas Sparrow, uh, who's uh, coming through with a lot of updates on this. Uh, Thomas, let's start off uh, with uh, the tensions and that seem to be easing on the streets. Um, but but have, have the underlying problems that led to this protest in the first place been dealt with? What do we do? The immediate solution, and that was absolutely clear from President Macron's meeting with several hundred mayors in France, was to rebuild the cities, the damages that have been caused, also financial assistance. But there are certainly underlying problems that will take longer to address, longer to resolve. We're talking here about 
police action. Some describe it as police brutality. We're talking here about the treatment also of racial minorities in France. And it is clear, we've been hearing that also from French officials, that those are issues that will not be resolved as quickly as calming the situation down in the streets of France or rebuilding the damaged parts of several cities. That's why there are some uh, newspapers, media outlets here talking already of rebuilding a broken France. Maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, according to some experts and analysts, but still it does reveal that the problems in France, the underlying problems that have led to these protests, are very important, are very sensitive, and they will probably take a long time to be repaired fully. And we know that because of the situation, uh, President Emmanuel Macron cancelled a planned state visit to Germany. Uh, when will this visit take place and how important is this uh, for the relations that uh, France has with Germany? It is still unclear when that state visit will happen. It was actually seen as the first state visit by a French president to Germany in 23 years. You may know that state visits have a different quality to government visits and as such it had been a visit that was carefully planned to reveal the friendship between these two countries, although it's also important to stress that in various issues in the past they have not necessarily seen eye to eye. The visit was postponed because of the situation in France. Uh, the German president, Frank-Walter Steinmeier, said he understood the need to postpone uh, the visit. Again, that visit was seen as a, as a sign of the friendship between the two countries, although below the surface there are issues where both France and Germany do not necessarily see eye to eye. However, it is important to understand that this French-German friendship is very important for the EU. France and Germany are two of the most important countries in the European Union and it is seen as vital for these two countries to have a strong partnership if the EU is to move forward. So it is still unclear when this state visit will happen. It has only been postponed and not cancelled. And uh, meanwhile, leaders from both countries will continue, obviously, to work together at the European level to bring forward some of the European projects that are very important nowadays, in different, not only in Germany and France, but in Europe as a whole. Mm. Uh, so let's round off uh, with the riots itself in France. Um, what, what, what else has been happening in Europe? I mean, because this is about France, but we know that other developments have been following through within the region. Well, they're obviously being followed very closely because it comes at a time when the EU again showed some signs of disunity, for example, on the issue of migration, when again there is significant uh, concern about situation in Ukraine, about how things are developing as well in Russia. So at a time when the EU is actually in need of unity, in need of showing uh, a lot of support towards their common goals. It is a matter of concern that now France is looking inward rather than outward to try and resolve some of these very important issues at home. So clearly the riots in France, although they have been calming down, although there seem to be some initial solutions uh, possible, there is certain concern coming from European capitals, from other European countries, as to what this could mean also in the long term regarding France's international commitment, especially at a time, obviously, when France is looking inward. The fact that Emmanuel Macron cancelled his state visit to Germany, or at least postponed that state visit to Germany, is a clear indication that his priorities now is obviously trying to resolve the situation at home before committing to any further steps in the EU.
grateful Thomas Barron for giving us the very latest uh, from Europe back here in Ghana we need to take you to the Volta region because uh, this school is deemed to be the pride of the Volta region and it's an all-girls school they are celebrating their 70th uh, anniversary and I'm talking about um, the Ola SHS in the Volta regional capital hall I have some of the uh, leading names joining us here and some of the executives uh, just to talk about the planned anniversary what's happening next and uh, some of the activities that we're uh, expecting so let me allow you to do the introduction because uh, <laughs> we need to know you know your position within the group uh, and um, probably you could tell us which year you you finished school oh, okay <laughs> thank you very much thanks for having us um, thanks to Joy for having us again. Uh, my name is Sena Peglo Freku. Mm -hmm. um, I completed Ola in 85, my O-levels in 85, wow. and A-levels in 87. So I'm, I'm one of the ancient people. <laughs> <laughs> and you're with? And my name is Adam Emerald Sabah Welbeck. Mm -hmm. Also completed in 89. Wow, amazing. Um, Ola is turning 70. That will be next year. Yes. But you're starting the activities this year. So let's get to it. What are we to expect as part of the activities leading to the celebration? Okay, thank you so much. Um, tomorrow we are having the, the launch. Um, the launch is happening live tomorrow at 10 a.m. Um, at the Christ the King Hall. At 10 a.m., we are bringing Ho down to Accra. Wow. <laughs> uh, and it will be a day of uh, a very joyous moment where we bring together all old, ancient, and modern books. Mm. <laughs> um, together with the school, the young ladies in school now, mm. uh, teachers, management, board, everybody would be at Christ the King Hall for the greatest launch, which will take place tomorrow. Um, right after the launch, we have a lineup of activities that would also be taking place as part of leading to the climate. Right. So in September, we have what we call the Potluck, um, a day where we network together with uh, Bobus, the Bishop Herman Old Boys. Mm. And so just having fun networking. And so we have that in September. Um, in November, we will have a dinner and uh, awards night. Mm -hmm. And then in December, we would have a Remembrance Day remembering all our past ladies. We also have donations, okay, which will be going on concurrently in Accra and in Ho. And the climax would be from the 31st of uh, January to the 4th of February 2024. I'll be asking about the theme and why you're celebrating 70 years this time around. But Dr. Sena, for those who do not know about Ola Senior High School, what comes to mind and what's unique about the Ola story? Okay. So Ola is the star of the Volta region. And when you are looking for a girls' school that is of quality and its products impacts positively uh, on the society, Ola will come to mind. Um, it started um, as a very small unit. Uh, it, moved, it was a convent school that was moved to Ho in 1954. started with a very small number of stu students, 34. And now they are busting over the scenes and they have around... 3,500 um, plus students. Yes. So it means it's a school that has grown increasingly and has appealed to people. Uh, many parents want their children to uh, be enrolled in the school because of the kind of training that That's is going on. There is, the, the school is noted for discipline, mm -hmm. moral values, character training, character building the character in encouraging personal growth for the younger uh, for for the students so 
it's a school that appeals to a lot of yeah. people. And, and in fact, you're a testament of why we should be celebrating the, 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 the school. Um, personally, is there any connection, something you recall back in school that, that has left you with a lesson that maybe, yes. I mean, more people would come to Ola and learn about? So earlier in interviews, I said that it's a school that really shapes you, no matter how stubborn you are if yeah. you enter the school in the first few weeks you, you learned about <laughs> the stubbornness will be driven out of you you right. learned about time management good grooming um how to take care of yourself mm -hmm. how to you know live with other girls and so on and how to grow within people so that you become better a better person in the society when you come out. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's, we call it a boot camp. It's a, it's a great place for training young mm -hmm. females, mm -hmm. especially. And, and 70 looks exciting. So let's yes. talk about the theme as yeah. we wrap up and what to expect. Um, is there any message to the Poga, right, out there? What message do you, do you have for them? Okay, so for the team, we, are just, we want to just recollect our past 70 years. Mm -hmm. we've, we've seen, we've gone through various phases of the school, Went, um, schooled under various uh, headmistresses, and all of them have given us their perspective of discipline. Like she said, uh, we, we have said that this morning, uh, we said we had one, the first um, black, and she was, we used to call her sister is coming, and so the code was SIC. Wow. Once you hear SIC where you are, come, you are, you know sister is coming. Right. And so we, the theme is just Reminiscing our past years whilst trying to focus wow. on the future. And the future of work is technology and entrepreneurship. Wow. And so whilst we want to recollect what has happened over the past 70 years, we also want to move forward right. positively, yeah. looking at how we can groom these girls, how we can support school management to groom them in technology and wow. entrepreneurship. Wow. Okay, uh, we're leaving just a minute, Dr. Senna, um, the venue again, uh, um, and are there some notable people that we're Yes, yes. To be Tomorrow's about? program is at Christ the King. Right. We're using the hall. Uh, the notable people who are coming up, um, Justice Agnes Doji is an old girl, wow. and she's uh, our guest speaker. We have other eminent people, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Leticia Apia mm -hmm. is the CEO of uh, Ghana Population Council, Council and yes. she, she's chairing. Right. We also have um, Dr. Daniel Macaulay, who oh, is the guest wow. of yes, honor. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he's and supporting also. Yes, we have a, a, a host of eminent folks who will join us mm. during the celebration okay. of the lunch tomorrow. So, Christ the King, uh, oh, 10 a.m. 10 10 10 tomorrow. Yes. Uh, you need to be there. And, of yes. course, if you're an old girl out there, you're watching, uh, you need to support uh, the movement. It's about the 70th anniversary of uh, the Ola SHS in Hope. But that's all we have for you in this package. And bless us again. Log on to myjoralmind.com. Uh, we have more stories for you. Thanks for your time. Bye-bye. Thank Hello there, it's another beautiful day and it's always a pleasure to bring you everything in your world of showbiz. Today I actually have some good news, you know, when good news comes we definitely want to share with you and definitely I'll bring you some update from the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park. There's some new renovations, some beautiful stuff there. My colleague Ivy was there. I'll bring you an update on that. Now, a Hollywood filmmaker is also not happy with Ghana government. Hmm. 
I'll give you details on that as well. And if you're a big fan of Tom Cruise, get ready because Mission Impossible is cooking, if not even done cooking. <laughs> I'll bring you some updates on that as well. My name is Doreen Avio, and the show is Let's Talk Showbiz. Now, if you're just joining me, this is Let's Talk Showbiz, and we're starting with something beautiful that obviously a lot of people, I believe, have been looking forward to when it is finally here. Well, the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park has been renovated. It went off, I mean, if, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere last year, and it's literally done. Everything is set. Oh, my goodness. The place is beautiful. From pictures to videos to people who were there to actually have a view of it. Ah, the reportage is simply amazing. So uh, you can tell your friends, you can tell students, schools and everybody that it is open now. So they can actually go and learn some history at the Memorial Park. As usual, my colleague IB was there and he had the opportunity to speak to some amazing people who somehow, somehow were happy about the project. Some park, they are just so in free Everybody who enters this space realize that though that sword might have been cut short, the warrior himself points the way forward. And so, Forward we shall go and we shall not relent. A good matter is short. I simply am a forebear of one who was and called for cultural diversity. And so on that night, he wore these smocks smitten with fire but with very simple words and declared that we are free. It simply meant your side of Called from the north. And so today, one who goes again is another one. From the place where Osajifu found the confidence to say, at long last, even the rest, it is history. We have choices and options, and we must do whatever we can to give them the best, the best possible experience while they are in Ghana. It's equally important to discuss spread the December NGH activities across the country so that all regions and communities benefit from the tourism dividends.